What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. Welcome to another week of Mediascope Briefs. My name is Tachi. I talk all about media tech and pop culture news. Let's get to the news, shall we? So who saw the Avengers over the weekend? Of course, it opened up on Thursday, and it was a strong showing this whole weekend. In fact, I was among that strong showing because Avengers Infinity War has assembled the biggest box office opening ever. Marvel Studios makes it, of course, which, of course, is a holding of Disney. They made an estimated $640.9 million at the worldwide box office for the opening weekend, according to Disney. This shatters the record for biggest world opening held by Universal's The Fast and the Fu- or the sorry, The Fate of the Furious, which is part of the Fast and the Furious franchise, which made $541 million for its global opening last year. Infinity War also brought in an estimated $258.2 million domestically this weekend. That makes it the biggest opening weekend ever, edging out the $248 million that Star Wars The Force Awakens made in 2015. Disney now holds nine of the top ten biggest openings in North American history. And most impressively, according to CNN, Infinity War nabbed the global record without the help of China, the world's second biggest movie market. The film opens there on May 11th, so it's not even open there yet, and they were able to do this without China's help. Paul Degarbarian, I hope I said his name right, had this to say. He's the senior media analyst at Comscore, and he said Disney masterfully combined all the separate elements of the Marvel Marvel brand and brought them together in an enormous and irresistible epic popcorn movie, and that it was. He also added that Infinity War showcased the big screen experience in a way that audiences embraced despite all the competition from an almost infinite array of options for on-demand entertainment. The Marvel film brings together more than 20 of the brand's heroes, including Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Chris Evans's Captain America, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, and Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther. Infinity War is the pinnacle of a decade's worth of characters and storylines for Disney's Marvel. The studio had been one of the big success stories in film history, bringing it roughly $15.3 billion globally. Infinity War also hit was also a hit with critics, bringing in an 84% score on the review site, Rotten Tomatoes. So, now you've got the numbers. What I want to know from you is, did you go see Infinity War? Are you planning to see it sometime this week? Are you going to see it again? If you were one that saw it one time and needed say a second time to kind of deconstruct some of the details, let me know. And without any spoiler, spoilers, 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 let me know what you thought about the ending. I'm really curious to know what people thought about that. So with that, I will be back in just a moment with more media tech and pop culture news. Cheers. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk a little bit about the NFL. If you are a football fan and you're also a Twitch fan, you're going to be pleased to know that there are 11 NFL games that are going to stream live on Twitch this fall. The National Football League is renewing its deal to stream live Thursday night football games on Amazon Prime, which also puts Twitch users in the audience. Per the agreement, 
11 Thursday night NFL games broadcast by Fox will stream live on Amazon Prime and Amazon-owned Twitch. They're also going to appear on the NFL Network and in Spanish on Fox Deportes. Twitch users will not need an Amazon Prime subscription to view the games. So the NFL got started streaming select games on Amazon Prime last year. Its first 2017 Amazon stream got 372 concurrent viewers, over 100,000 more than the average Twitter live broadcast of the Thursday night football games that they pulled in the year before. If you don't remember, Twitter had the exclusive rights to stream Thursday night football. So more people watch are watching it on Amazon than on Twitter. Okay. So having over 100 million Amazon Prime members provides a massive platform to distribute Thursday night football digitally, not only to our fans in the United States, but around the world, said NFL's chief media and business officer, Brian Rolap in a press release. As part of the deal, the NFL Films produced documentary series All or Nothing will debut its third season on Amazon Prime today, covering the Dallas Cowboys. Meanwhile, Twitch viewers will just get to see live games while taking advantage of the platform's interactive social features, according to the press release, which did not specify whether Twitch broadcasters will be able to co-stream the games. Also, Twitch broadcasters have been co-streaming NBA G League games since December of last year. They're available on the league's dedicated Twitch Twitch channel, and the games also feature overlays of stats and rewarded viewers who tune in regularly with a loyalty system. So when does this all start? Thursday Night Football actually debuts September 13th, but it will start streaming on Amazon and Twitch during the season's fourth week on September 27th when the Los Los Angeles Angeles Rams face the Minnesota Vikings. So, Twitch users, something new for you to engage in. Are you a football fan? If you are, let me know. And do you think you'll be watching Thursday Night Football on Twitch? Okay, cheers. Hey there, let's talk some music. So, in this Media Scope Brief, we're going to talk about YouTube. Did you know that YouTube is the most dominant streaming platform in the worldwide music business? No? Thought it was Spotify or something else? Well, listen to this. According to estimates published by the IFPI's Global Music Report, the video platform was responsible for 46% of all music streaming listening time around the world last year, excluding China. The figure is based on a 2017 research from Ipsos that gauged internet usage by people predominantly aged 16 to 64 in 13 of the globe's leading music markets, including the US, UK, Germany, Japan, and Sweden. Now, why was China excluded? On the grounds that the IFPI is not aware of published figures for music users in China. Paid subscription audio platforms claim 23% of total listening, according to the IFPI, with free audio streaming on 22%. Combined then, audio streaming platforms were responsible for 45% of all listening, 1% behind YouTube's estimated haul. Meanwhile, YouTube has challenged the IFPI's figures from elsewhere in this report, which uh, was designed to illustrate the much-discussed value gap in music. They claim that the audio streaming platforms contributed $5.57 billion to artists and labels last year, while video platforms, mainly YouTube, paid out just $856 million. 
A YouTube spokesperson told Music Business Weekly in a response, in the last 12 months alone, YouTube has paid out over $1 billion to the music industry just from ads, and that number is growing year over year due to the licensing deals we have in place with the overwhelming majority of labels, publishers, and collecting societies. So there you have it. Of course, the music industry wants their just due because YouTube is really the largest streaming music provider. I actually listen to a lot of music on YouTube. What about you? Are you more of a Spotify person or Pandora? I'm actually all three. Love to know what you think. I'll be back in a little bit. Cheers. So you want to get in touch with me off of these audio apps. Well, really simple to do. All you have to do is tweet at me at Tachiata, T-A-C-H-I-A-D-A, and I would be happy to engage with you. Any questions you may have, any story ideas that you may have heard about, media tech or pop culture-wise, I'd love to engage in. Just send me either for Mediascope Briefs or the full version of Mediascopes, which happen on Wednesdays on Periscope and Facebook Live. So just let me know. I would love to engage with you. Okay, I hope that you have a great rest of your evening or afternoon or morning, depending on where you are in the world. Cheers.